Strength Matters Media. Video, print, podcasts. Today's show is how to professionalize your fitness business. Guys, the level of professionalism in the fitness industry is, is potentially lacking. Um, as, as you say in the uh, blog you've done about this, James, and we've probably had it all had it said to us, is when are you going to get a real job? Because that, I think that's part of the problem with the fitness industry. People don't regard it. Obviously, people who are in it regard it as a real job, but people outside don't really regard it as a real job. Can you sort of talk, what exactly do we mean when we say how um, to professionalize your fitness business? Can we define it a little bit? Well, I think we've all been there in terms of your parents, family, friends, even other people have asked you, when are you going to get a proper job? It was my granddad, my tide here in Welsh. It's the Welsh word for granddad. He kept, every time I see him, and it's been now for 15 years, every time I see him, he goes, Huh, when are you going to get a proper job? Like, I can't believe you left the police. When are you going to do a proper job? I was going to say, well, perhaps it's because you did have a proper job in the police and that, then, you know, obviously you became a coach. I know. And it's it's true because and it's it's always something that's resonated with me. And then I had another conversation with a good friend of ours, you know him well, like Michael Kahn, quite you know, a few years ago about this as well. And it's it's like really stuck home with me. It's like, well, the problem you have, and he's and he is somebody who has run a billion dollar company, right? That's the really most important thing I'm going to talk about here now. It's a huge company. And he said to me that it basically comes down to the fact that you need to professionalize your business. And it stuck home, it struck a chord with me. And he realized, yeah, actually, it's true. And then you look across the wider industry. And as personal trainers, they do it as hobbies. The average lifespan is 18 months. Why? Because they're doing it as hobbies. They're doing what they can, sending messages via their phone. They're having chats with people in coffee shops. There's no professionalism. And we are it's we are to blame, essentially, as an industry for this lack of professionalism and the way people perceive us. But it's not going to change anytime soon. So what we're trying to talk to is the few out there who do want to make a difference, who do want to professionalize their business. And these are the steps you go about doing it. And this is why we're thinking like this, because it's something that's really passionate to me. And I hate that. I hate it when people think, oh, you're just a personal trainer. I hate it. It really grates me beyond belief. But then the problem comes as well with other people who just don't, they think any old fitness is good enough, but then they haven't been used to these types of services and these level of services we're trying to help them achieve and and convey to them at the same time. So, Andrew, I don't know what you think, mate, but this is it's something that really grates on me when people say this to me. It does, and look, as you say, we've all been there. You know, it's my dad. Um, I, I worked in offshore finance for years, uh, and then I had this midlife crisis as he called it that I was playing around and um a- a- acting uh, as as a um, well I was in into my early 30s then um you know when are you going to get a- another proper job and and that really hit you hard um and that's why you know we're recording this today to to make guys um realize that we can make this more than a hobby and it is a professional uh, industry or well, certainly should be and want to outline the the steps we feel that you should take to to professionalize that business do you think the lack of regulation in the industry is a problem because basically any old person can call themselves a personal trainer you know as we said off air you can watch a couple of youtube videos and decide that you're a personal trainer and nobody is going to bat an eyelid you know it's not like becoming a a doctor or a physio or a chiropractor do you think that's part of the issue i I think there's a big part of that however i think the bigger problem is the fact that to do with the nature of fitness itself 
because there's no one right way to do something. And I think in some of the other industries, like being a medical professional, chiropractor, physical therapist, there's set ways in treating and what you can and can't do. Whereas in fitness, the scope is such a big scope. There's to help somebody, say, lose weight. You can achieve that in so many different ways. And because of that, everyone likes to have their own personal opinion. And it's such a personal thing, health and fitness. So I think you're always going to struggle because people will always convey their opinions with you. And it's something you can have hard to put a nail on it. So I think in terms of training, you're always going to struggle to professionalize it. I'd love to see it professionalized and that raise, raise a higher standard, but you're not. But this is where it comes to the business side of things. Well, if you can't control the fitness side of things, you can actually control, you can control the way you portray your business in a professional manner and the way you conduct yourself as well, I think, and learn from the other industries. So, okay, then let's talk about it from a business perspective. How, framework-wise, how do people, what are the first steps in professionalizing your fitness business? Here's a special message from our sponsor. One more clients without breaking the bank on ads, Google is your ticket. Imagine being the first name clients see when they Google your services near them. Sound impossible? It's not when you've got strength matters on your side. We'll build your website and get you ranked high on Google for free. You'll save thousands on ads, web design and SEO services, plus get a suite of business tools to help you grow your business effortlessly. All you cover is our bulletproof hosting that comes with a full 90-day money-back guarantee. Ever wonder how many new clients you're losing by not being Google's number one? Don't wonder? Act now. Now, book your free strategy call at strengthmatters.com forward slash website today. Very easy. Stop messaging on WhatsApp. Stop messaging on Facebook. Stop using Instagram as your tool of choice. Stop using social media or whatever, anything, Facebook, anything like that as your way of connecting with people and messaging people. Does a professional business do that? No, absolutely not. Right? Do you expect a lawyer to do that? An accountant? No. You won't, they'd, they'd laugh at you if they, they thought they heard you doing that. So the simplest, easiest way is set up, get a professional setup where people can communicate with you in a professional environment. That means email in a very simple way. Yes, you can get WhatsApp for business, but control it in one place, but have a system behind the scenes to help manage it. So you've got to start with the very basics. Where do people find you? Should be a website online. How do people communicate with you? They should be able to book an appointment with you not just meet you any old time and chat about stuff. And then you set them a set of formal steps to, to take and go through before they can start working with you. And that's, a, the, to me, the simplest and best way to do it is professionalizing your business from top to bottom, and it starts with communication. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew, do you want to add to that? Yeah, they're all extremely important and valid points. And I guess the realization for me was that uh, become proactive and start planning and uh, put processes and systems in place as opposed to being reactive. My God, I need clients now. What am I going to do? Let's throw enough whatever at the wall and hope something sticks. So um, taking that step back and, and planning and getting uh, the right systems and processes and framework in place, uh, as, as James says, uh, making sure you've got the emails and making building that list is, is one of your primary marketing strategies. Yeah. What about um, core things like core messaging and, and targeting, James? Well, exactly. So this is the other thing. There's, there's so many pieces to this. We can go on for hours and do a whole episode on this. But to keep it within like a short it's supposed to be a 10-minute podcast. I know, exactly. <laughs> so to keep it within a really short framework, again, we talk about this level of professionalism. Trainers need to know who they're working with and who they're trying to attract and who they're trying to repel. You want to act like a magnet. 
you know, be a magnet to those people who want to come and work with you. Therefore, you need to convey what your messaging is and make it clear, for example. So great examples, I think, Josh Hughes and Simon Bradbrook in the, t- in the uh, Black Butt Academy, they work with busy parents over 40 as a really good example. So they only want to work with busy parents over 40 because they're busy parents themselves. So the messaging is clear. There's pictures of them themselves with their families and kids on the internet, showcasing that on their business because they want to attract like-minded people. Most trainers don't know who they're trying to attract. So in terms of core messaging and knowing who you're trying to attract ties into this whole professional thing where you don't go for everybody. If you go for everybody, you'll hit nothing, but try and focus in on who and narrow in who your avatar is and be specific and clear. Don't just say, I won't want to work with everybody. It just won't work. Be specific and clear. Attract the ones you want to attract and repel the ones you don't. It makes your life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, we could go so much in depth on this. This could be an hour-long podcast, but we are supposed to be keeping these a little shorter. So, Andrew, do you want to talk briefly about having why it's important to have a sales framework in place as well? Yeah, again, it's so that you're not winging it. You, you're coming across as the professional business owner that uh, that you inspire, aspire to be. Um, and it just breeds confidence then from the from the potential client from the prospect that you're you're meeting um it gives direction so again you're not just scribbled a few notes on a on a, a post it note you've got a, an actual sales process that you follow we call it um our strategy call you know we have this initial 15 minute call where we're finding out a little bit about the the potential client, what problems and challenges have been holding them back, what goals they're looking to to set and achieve, and then looking to see whether they're a good fit for us and equally, are we a good fit for them? Um, and if they are, we can then take them to the next step of the um, procedure where we book them in for a longer consultation. We call that the discovery call. But that framework just makes it so much simpler to follow and it gives confidence to the client in that you know what you're talking about. And when, the, when they've got that confidence, that's going to enable them to make a decision, that decision being to invest in the services that you're offering them. And just to talk on that on that point, because this is the way you can frame it very differently. And this is what I see time and time again in the local gym in Cardiff here where I train. You see the way they talk to the trainers talk to prospective clients. It's like, wow, what are you doing? Stop it. It looks so unprofessional. So I'll give an example. If anybody asks me for services, let's take cricket matters, any any cricket coaching or training in regards to cricket, and I know these people. Even if I know them or they've come to me as a referral in person, the first thing I will do is, yeah, cool, we're happy to chat about this. Let's book in for a strategy call. That's it. So I send them the, a copy of my calendar link, which is what we set up for everybody behind the scenes here, and they, they book a time in when it's convenient for me and for them. So I don't. I, I refuse to talk about it with them there and then. And I say, hey, cool, no, it's at all. If we're going to talk about it it's more in depth, book in a call with me then. We'll, we'll go through it then. How about that? It's as simple as that. Just by doing that, even having just like a simple calendar booking system to stop and delay people from wanting to go all about their problems with you right away is a way to professionalize your business so they start to respect your time. Because that's what it's all about is you're respecting your value and the knowledge that you have to help them with. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's quickly sum up the the key takeaways, is there anything we've missed out that you want to uh, make a point of before we wrap this up? I'd, I'd say literally, first things first, get a sales strategy in place, realize what you're trying to do. And then if you haven't got a website or professional email to communicate people on a professional manner, 
even a business phone number, which you can get fairly straightforward and easily these days, you know, simple things like that make you stand up so professional. So just do that. You stand up with us. That's the point, actually. Professional email. So we're not talking Hotmail, Gmail, anything like that, right? No. Oh, no. no nothing, nothing screams so amateur than coachbreeze at gmail.com. Like, seriously, guys, if you listen to this, you have a little laugh about it. But if your email is ending like coach. Coach Dave or Coach Breeze or Coach Josh at gmail.com. It's amateur. It really is. It really is amateur. So look, for £5 a month from Google, you can get your own professional email service and system. So I recommend you doing that. Yeah, there we go. That's an important point to make. Yeah, And I, I, would, I would add to that and say that, look, you're not the star. You're not the hero of the story. They are. So make sure that um, your marketing conveys that. You're addressing them you're you're highlighting the problems that they're they're facing but equally you've got the solutions to help them um, and uh, the way to start that process is to book them into the strategy call don't use um any marketing to talk about you all the time or the qualifications you've got that that doesn't help they're not interested in that they just want to be sure that you're the right person to help them achieve their health and fitness goals Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. We have written a blog about this, which we will link to in the show notes. Uh, But that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And if you want to find out what's holding you back from growing your fitness business, you can book in a free website audit by going to strengthmatters.com forward slash audit.